Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Lance, welcome to Inside the Firm. I am your co-host along with you, Al Gore. I'm excited to be here. Happy it's Friday. Uh, actually got some things accomplished because I've created a new system. I don't even know about it. You want to hear about it? Sure. I'll derail where we're going for my own sake. So normally people make a list of, you know, like, oh, here's my task that I need, need to do. And normally by the time, like I make this on uh, Sunday, I have a list of like 50 things. I don't even know how many. But and, you write these, and you write these down physically, like a crazy Physi- person. Like right? a crazy person, yep. right? And then the first day, like, you get two done. I've changed it. I already know I'm only going to get two to six things done a day. And then I just put, I just scheduled, I just put, oh, on Monday I'll do th- these two to six days. The next day I'll do two to four days. And then I just know that that whole list will be spreaded across the whole thing. It gives me peace and calm. And I like it. I don't think I have to get everything done that first day. Uh, good. Is it working out for you, Al? Al? Do is. you feel good about it? I feel good about myself. I, I like it. And know what I do it on? My Dell computer. All right. And uh, just to let you know, right now, there's up to 50% savings this month through 830. So you got about, what, seven days? Seven days to go. It's time to celebrate you. Small business month. So to get those savings, you have to go to inside the firm uh, i'm sorry dell.com forward slash inside the firm you receive your coupon there and you get extra savings these are not on the regular website it's for you being an awesome listener of this podcast www.dell.com forward slash inside the firm all right uh are you still do you think are people still working from home remotely they're still doing that i know they are oh some tech companies are that's for sure yeah Well, if you are some of those people, maybe the logistics of putting together a project is daunting when no one else is in the same room, right? Well, RCAT has a solution for you. RCAT's charrette allows you to manage projects and specification documents online with multiple team members, discuss products, configurations, outline specs, project photos, and documents, and more on one page, along with the ability to access product information, specs, CAD, BIM, and the patented spec wizard from anywhere in the world, Charette can help your firm get more done no matter where you are or the rest of your firm are. You can even promote your firm's project when you're done. And like all of ArtCat solutions, it's completely free to use. So check out artcat.com forward slash projects. That's A-R-C-A-T forward slash projects. Help me help you. Help me help you. you. Help you help your community. I should watch that movie this weekend. Wow, you should. Yeah. You should go on a Tom Cruise kick. Um, but before you do that, Kevin Costner kicks precede Tom Cruise kicks. Just to let you know. You can't get into Tom Cruise kick until you do mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Anyways, help yourself. Help your community. If you purchase Revit Rocket Ship, a free license goes to the high school of your choice. So a whole high school gets the same resources that you'd get through learning Revit. So what that is, is a template. So think about 
yourself or someone younger that's trying to learn Revit and they don't have the actual system in place to help them create the design that they want their dream, right? Then it gives you all the families that you need, the, all the families that we use in this firm that are render ready, lightweight, already rendered for you so that you can pick them out, you know what they're gonna look like and then you can put them in your model so that your model comes out great so you make great renderings so that you get the job, the kid gets into the school that he wants, everything goes awesome, plus all the training and tutorials about how to use that system and then how to start your own project, right? Um, we know that this will work for you because it's worked for thousands of other peoples and we know it'll work for high schoolers because it's worked in other high schools. We've gotten the reports back, it's worked great. So you buy it, a high school of your choice gets the whole system for free. Go to revitrocketship.com, click enroll the course. You'll see an ad coupon code. This is so we know that you wanna give this to a local high school. Enter the code B, capital B, two, just a number, capital S. So back to school, all capitalized. B, the number two school, uh, S, B, two, S. And that's what you get. I love it, Al. Let's help these. Let's help these high schoolers out. Yeah, let's give it back. Let's give back. Yeah. Uh, so I had a really interesting conversation in the Entre Architect community. Facebook, check it out. If you're not there, somehow I don't know. You're missing out. That is the best group on the planet to talk about uh, anything and anything uh, being an architect related. It is phenomenal. And some of the stories that you hear that you hear in there. Just kind of re they they will either reinforce um, something that you're doing right, or show you like things to avoid. I think before you maybe step on a landmine, right? So uh, one of the one of the interesting conversations that we had this week was about uh, f people bribing the building building department. And so I just posed the question and I said, Hey, has anybody ever has anybody ever had uh, a client or a developer or anybody that they're working with? try to bribe the building department, you know, like uh, sugarcoat it so that they would hopefully get their building permit. It's just in all different various we, ways. doesn't matter. So right. Some of one of our old architects friends told a story about you put hundreds in the rolls. When Literally you in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in the drawings. Right. Yeah. And it was one of the most lively discussions I've seen in the, in there in, in a while. And so I just wanted to read some blurbs about what folks said, no names, anything like that. Um, so, quote, one person said, it can go both ways. I had two neighboring clients once. One paid us to do the permitting and the other wanted it to, wanted to do it himself. The latter would go into the building department and cause a ruckus. The plans reviewer would tell me all about it since it was the same one for both sites. And he said they would purposely send his to the bottom of the pile every time he came in. I mean, I first of all, I think for a public official to be ad admitting that is... Uh, it that's I mean there's just some it seems like a conflict of, not a conflict it just doesn't seem right right to do that but second of all but, but doesn't it that seem like a kind of karma like if if I came let's say you were my boss and I came in and for some reason you didn't fire me and I gave you shit all the time like and whatever my request would be for a new computer a new whatever like I don't know they naturally go to the bottom I'm not saying it's right I'm saying it's human nature yeah. And here's so why the why I picked that blurb out. There was a, so many of them. It was incredible. Um, you literally look for my posts in there if you're in there, and you'll see it. It'll just entertain you for about a half hour um, if you're bored. So the reason why I picked that one out is because what we were talking about last week on the podcast it reinforced that idea of like, oh, don't forget. Yes, you might be 
really frustrated with the planning and zoning department. Yes, you might be frustrated mm. with the building officials and um, the, the building plans reviewers or the fire. It doesn't matter. Anybody at the city. Ah, do you see how it doesn't pay, it doesn't pay to be a thorn in their side? Like, yeah. you just need to be a squeaky wheel. That's all you got to be. A yeah. squeaky, polite wheel. Yeah, a squeaky wheel. I was going to say that gives them candy, but that would be bribing. That would be bribing. Gives them mental candy and compliments. <laughs> yeah. What, I'll give you one. I know someone, not going to name names, that would use his, his charm. He would just be charmy, uh, flirty, but not in a sexual way, but in a nice way. Um, and you probably know who I'm talking about and had a great relationship with them. Yep. So. Yeah, I do. Uh, next one was, uh, this guy says, I guess I'm an old timer. I can tell tell you dozens of stories about this a lot less common now than it was back in the day but i promise you that it still happens they're called quote development agreements end quote what what is that exactly do you know i i wonder have you heard of this no um it's so funny we're getting comments back on one of our projects that's a big project in there and this is private property that the owner is letting people walk their dogs on and stuff like that and there's never been a trail on this property. There was once an idea that there would be, but now there's not. And the the neighbor is asking, like, can the city, like, can we get some sort of compensation for this? For this non-existing trail that never existed, that now isn't going to, like, so is he talking about, <laughs> is he talking about where I build a neighborhood and I give you a place for a school. Yes. I also upgrade. I give you a park. Yep. I up. I maybe upgrade the road. I maybe do you know do some stuff for Excel. You know, energy, whatever. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's not person to person. It's not like you are the reviewer. No, it's op- s- It's out in the open. It's sort of like the city's extorting them, and then they're agreeing, and then but then they they get to build. I mean, yeah. it's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next one. Back in the 1980s, there was only. Only the only the only, there was only one way to get a building permit in the city of Detroit. Uh, oh, sorry. Actually, the next one is I Wait, did, keep going on that. Okay, back in the 1980s, there was only one way to get a building permit in the city of Detroit. This was amazing because he named people. But yeah, believe out the Maybe, name. Okay, Captain Blah was <laughs> the fire marshal. Track him down and buy him a few of the fundraising events, tick, event tickets. He always had in his pocket for the next event for mayor, whatever. If you didn't, uh, if you didn't, the application languished for months. If you did, you could walk out with a permit. Wow! So wow. the fire marshal, who was appointed probably by the exactly yep, the was mayor, appointed by the mayor. Yep. Huh? It's a. Uh, and then Mark Mark has talked about Mark LePage has talked about a book. I can't remember what it was, but there's there's some uh, bribe book. your local official. No, no, there was some book about how 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 like how how buildings got built, uh, got built in uh, New York City in like the 70s or something like that. Gosh. Did you have to bribe Robert Moses? Remember that cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, the one I skipped. I did some projects in a major city about 20 years ago where you were required to hire a private plans expediter to route mm. the plans through the building department. Turns out this process was funneling money from the expediter to building officials. Several building officials end up being indicted. So I've heard of these plans expediters. There's one in Denver does it. We, we've never used them. I know 
I know that some colleagues that we've worked with before have used them. Is this a third-party person? Yes, it's a third-party person. And is the legal way that they're they're selling this is the building department is a mess. That's obvious. Yeah. So it's just a person who pays attention, make sure because they'll even like they'll even approve things and not let you know. Like somehow you're just supposed to be watching all the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, I'm sure in other city I'm sure other cities have something similar, but the city of Philadelphia makes it legal by having an accelerated review fee you can pay. Oh. <laughs> wow, I love it. I'm hearing these for the first time. I know. Yeah, I figured you'd like them. Uh, an accelerated review fee you can pay on application. The fee goes directly into an overtime fund. The plan reviewers will review the accelerated application on their focus on their off hours to earn the overtime. It doesn't mean the application goes to the top of their pile, just a different pile. In my experience, the accelerated reviews end up being slower because the list of corrections or additional information is greater than a normal review. One plan examiner told me it's how they validate their overtime hours. So, so the, the, the big, the biggest reason why I, I want to bring this up is guys, at some point, guys and gals, <clears throat> at some point we, we have to, uh, free ourselves by having discipline with our businesses to the point where we are profitable enough we can start forming a YIMBY. We can start forming like nonprofit YIMBY groups. Yes, in my backyard. Yes, in my backyard. And start advocating. I'm not joking. We have to start fighting back at some point and suggesting that there needs to be a private versus public competition here. So, so you want to create an organization that advocates for uh, private the reviewers. building community. AI <coughs> Day. God, it was this weird cough. AIA. AIA. Is is there I can't think of one. Is there one? God, I could complain about them right now too because But but isn't why am I having to why am I having to educate the public about what our profession does when that isn't that your whole wasn't that your whole thing? Isn't that your whole thing? Like why am I having to do that? Lance, they made a video that look that had architects looking into the clouds. Remember that? I know. All this I'm not you know we mess with the AI. We talk hey. the AI, um, <laughs> but they do their stuff. I, I, I'm not. Don't worry. I'm not up. up don't you upset agree? Though? We need to. There needs night. to be some competition. There needs to be. There should be a competing fire marshal. There should be a competing. Uh, there should be a competing building plans reviewer. There should be a competing planning and zoning department. There should be a compete completing. Well, here's what's building weird. official. There should be somebody. There has to be some competition, otherwise it is. I'm telling you, it is a monopoly, and I just—that's the problem. Well, it's not. I'm not advocating for abolish all of that stuff. I'm saying add some competition to it. Okay, okay. But where is the incentive for it not to turn into the building department? Now, it would probably be. It would probably mirror slightly less sucky than the building department. But if they they want to make money, right? So they have to justify doing stuff to make money, yeah. right? And why, so what's, we, all, we always have to talk about incentives, right? So there's always incentives, I feel like, to add code because add code means you're literally buying more outlets per square foot. You're buying more insulation. You're sprinkling more buildings. And there's always someone who's making those who has an interest to say, yes, that sounds like a good idea. 
There's no interest. There's no monetary interest besides like the consumers, but they only buy once or twice to say no to this. Like, because the builders, the builders, okay, price of stuff goes up. Contractors make more money. Stuff goes up. Where is the interest? So the so here here's 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 the interest. Because we have that interest just because we don't want to answer stupid questions so all the time. The, so there is there is a company that's already doing it, right? SafeBuilt. SafeBuilt is already doing it. We are not sponsored by SafeBuilt. If SafeBuilt ever wanted to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> I'd be happy to have them as a sponsor. <laughs> I'll take your money. Yeah. Um, but they already do it, and here's how I would do it, right? So we are a volume-based company, right? right. In theory. Uh, that at least that's what we because there'd be competition between those second parties. Because Let's just say it's safe built versus the building department. Okay, right. Let's say the building department is like, okay, we will um, safe built. We have we have uh, the city of Longmont agrees to do this. Right, half of half of the the building permits are going to go to safe built, and the other half are going to go against there, and then they're going to do a study on it, an internal study whatever the, the, the it'll get presented in front of city council and and here's what it is is like oh safe built's like okay so for each one of those building permits we're going to charge you we we get from the city $2000 sure if they turn around if if their process is processing them their 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 incentive is to process them as quickly as possible so they make the most money per hour when they're reviewing them and to minimize the amount of time they have to spend getting them processed that's their incentive. So they make, they are finally tied to time equals money, right? Right now, the government is not tied to time equals money. It's just, we're going to take your money and your time. But we're not, like, we have ne- we have no incentive on our end if we're the government to, because we're not making any more money. We're already going to get the money. You see okay. what I'm saying? That's how it would work. Okay. But then, does Safe Build take over and become a monop- monopoly? Well, there should be a third. There should be another one. Then, like, I would come in yep. and I would be like, safer built. Square. Sa- yep. The official. Official. Official safer built. Yep. And we do it better. And then it would somehow have to be tied to you're not just letting everything pass. You're actually reviewing it somehow. Um, I, I I agree. I see the complicated I would web. Like- there, there's, a, there's an easier way because safe built obviously already does it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people would argue, um, oh, there's no ramifications for them if they just let things pass and buildings fall down like the same is actually true for the city if you look at their they are not you know like if something's it's either that or we need to do what new york city did like i can't i still can't believe i praise new york city every once in a while which is which is hey submit for your building permit great you don't have it within 30 days it's already automatically given to you yes I'm like that is that is really where it should go yep. if you're not going to allow these third parties to come but in. But I think they say if they don't respond. But it has to be what you said because they can just sit there and just send a stupid comment every time. Like the uh, It has to be what I said exactly. That's yeah. the modification. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that was my little uh uh little story sort gotcha. of stuff. You got a question for us? Yes. Why aren't you building your projects even if it's one a quarter? Hmm. Talking to you architects, why in the hell aren't you building your projects even if it's only one a quarter? Just make the rules that we did within 30 minutes or less. Uh, you got you got the client. It has to be a good working relationship. And you honestly, and then why aren't you doing that? I'm telling you, we are getting people now that are coming to us because I just met with, with a, a, a couple of folks who want to build a coffee shop and a chiropractic center or a little chiropractic office 
in the west side of our town, and they go, we picked you guys. Number one, because of your modern style. And number two, because... We heard Al Gore's super cool. That was actually number two. And then number three, yep. they're like, you're the co-host of your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. He's <laughs> ours. Amazing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's, I know. And they're, then they're like, but you kind of sound like him and he kind of sounds like you. I'm like, yeah, well, you're two for one. There you go. Uh, third reason was because they said you're an all, you're a one-stop shop. You're a one-stop shop. They're like, we know we're not going to have to just... There's not going to be this translation that has to happen from the architect to the builder. Like, you're going to... We want you to do it all. Yep. And so we're not even... I don't even think we're competing against anybody right now at the moment and stuff like that. So why aren't you doing that? I'm telling you. Because then it allows you to have a wider economic moat such that then you can withstand... One architecture has gone down, which it has... Yes, which it yeah. has, because you're not, because then that 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 money mm-hmm. that was coming in before is is way way less. I can tell you, our sales are down, um, and it allows you to at least the whole goal is yeah, yeah, never never hire never never lay people off unless you absolutely have to. And so far, so we're good yep. around here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other uh, thing is Al. I hear Al Al the builder. He's learning all kinds of stuff. It's a benefit to which is great to designers. Not only me, but the other people in the firm that design. So. Uh, one ordering products. So I ordered everything for a roof, including the flashing, the underlayment, the roof fence and all that. And it literally, it literally solved some problems on other buildings hmm. for me because I'm thinking about the edge flashing and, and how that worked. And just actually having to, you know, do you remember in, in college when Martins would draw those sections and they'd look really cool, but it's like every day you're drawing a new section and you're talking about it. And I know in his head, he's linking it to real world environments, mm-hmm. but it was just section after sections. When you build and when you actually order what you drew, it just reinforces oh, that man. loop even, even better. 100%. The second thing too, we were joking with, with people in our staff is that if you draw a shitty detail, you have to install it. Or you have to do it, right? <laughs> so there's one where like there's this very hard place to do insulation, and we're not we don't do insulation. We you know we subcontract that out. But I'm almost like, you know, talking to one of my guys. You have to go do that now because you made it that way when it didn't have to be that way. But another one was our field crew demanded. We have large large windows in one of these, and they said, "Is is the designer?" And they know the designer. Everyone knows each other. Is he going to come out and help us install our windows? And he actually wants to have a field day. He's, and I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. He designed those big windows. I thought that coincidence was perfect. He's going. I can't wait there. to tell Bill. Yeah. Bill, Bill is Bill is our lead out in the field. So. Yep. Um, and then yeah, so those two, I mean, just just the just the learning is absolutely great. Another question I got for y'all. Okay. Why the hell aren't you teaching, even if it's only one class? What aren't you? What are you doing with your life? I don't know. What are you doing with your life? Teach that because again, oh, and here's the reason why I really brought it up is because what I, what was so cool today was so Alex and I have taught a class for I think seven eight years now at, at CU Boulder, huh? It's been a while. Been a while. Yep. And we've co-taught it, and now two of our staff members are going to go out and they're going to co-teach their class, and I'm like, oh, that baton. And then on top of that, it's it's an extra economics in, incentive for them. They have a you know if 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 stuff really came crashing down, right? It would we could we could we could do something. We wouldn't have to entirely let them go in the sense that they need to like we could we could say like oh maybe you guys are only working here three days. Look, good thing you're teaching. That made up for it mm-hmm. instead of it being extra money. 
now it's living money and you got to do all that but there's all kinds of incentives that go along with it too right um so you need to make it happen like i don't know what you're doing if you're not if you're not teaching one class even just from a networking standpoint even just from being able to like when Alex and I, we, we, we almost wear uniforms at this point, like at least four days out of a week. Yeah. We're in all black, wearing CU, CU like polos and stuff like that. And I can't tell you how many times like when I go to a meeting and they're like, oh, are you a graduate? No, I teach her. It doesn't matter. But at least it's an icebreaker and it's a way to connect personally with that person. Yep. And, and and all of a sudden, you're not you're not seen as that like salesman who's out there to get the sale it's more of like oh no this is a person i can relate to yeah i like that yeah the other thing too a reason why you might not want to do it is that you don't have the time but this is the chance to upgrade your systems because then you might have to hire someone and then you sit there and complain to yourself because you know we do the same thing i don't have time to train someone then you can think about how to efficiently train someone right so smart so now when you are training that person you either record it or make it into a system so that the next person that comes on is even smoother it forces you it's a forcing function to increase your feedback loop on that one area of how do you grow even though it's doing something different like what is that is that is that like supposed to be a star Star trek Trek. yeah my phone is now rings like star trek so it's a tricorder thank you okay see yeah he's got to take it uh he doesn't have to take it uh, I think that's I think that's all we got for my topics. Is that no? You got one more thing, Al? Airy Jeopardy with the boys. Awesome. Uh, actually, and Rebecca. There we go. You're number one, Lance. Oh, I'm <laughs> number one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, name uh, number one. Name two accessible features that must be addressed when rehabilitating a historic building. A, ramps, B, main entrance, C, elevators, D, restrooms. Does anybody need that question repeated? Name two accessible features that must be addressed when rehabilitating a historic building. A, ramps, B, main entrance, C, elevators, D, restrooms. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, we'll got, let's see here. We have uh, B and, yep. The answer is B and D, main entrance and restrooms. We got three people that got it. All right. Look at that. All right. Question two. Meridians are A, uh, latitudinal lines, B, lines between parallels, C, Martian mermaids, D, longitudinal lines. (laughs) Meridians are latitudinal lines, B, lines between parallels, C, Martian mermaids, or D, longitudinal lines. The answer is D, longitudinal, not latitudinal. Not, no one got that. Okay, number three. No one got that, all right. According to Clarence Perry, what is not one of the six elements for a neighborhood to function properly. A, elementary schools become focal point of the neighborhood. B, population determines the number of people, uh, population determined by the number of people required to support one elementary school. C, provide major traffic routes to major focal points. 
Or D, interior streets use a cul-de-sac or curvilinear layout. Which one is not? Not. We're going with D's, a bunch of D's, which is interior streets, cul-de-sac. Uh, that is not correct. Of course not. <laughs> the correct answer is C. Did anyone have C? So they do not want major traffic routes through the neighborhood. Makes sense. Which the, na- which the school, which would be the major focal point, would be inside the neighborhood. So it would be through the neighborhood. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah. Have you ever been to my house? It's like the perfect example. The other ones were you want, you want to have shopping nearby, which we can walk to Safeway, and then Safe schools away. should be within a half-mile walk. And I think there was some one other one, but can't remember it. You guys, uh, that's why you guys are all off, okay? So what is it, three? Is it what everybody's? You got a three-way tie, right? Three-way tie, one correct answer? No one, no one, okay, no one got Four-way tie. <laughs> Number four. Number four. A roller connection resists forces in only what direction? A, X, B, Y, C, Z, D, none of the above. A roller correct, correct connection resists forces in only what direction? A, the X-axis. B, the Y-axis. C, the Z-axis. D, none of the above. What do we got? The correct answer is Y, which would be B. Does anybody get that right? Marky Mark. And then he wins. Is he the winner? Mark, where are we going Champion. to eat today? <laughs> why, uh, why did I think in 3D? We're going to Logan Seals. Great suggestion. That was really good, yeah. If you want another yum, suggestion, yum. go to Revit Rocket Shop, RevitRocketShip.com. Get your free Revit training. And then if you put in the code back to school, which is B2S, then the local school of your choice will all high school will also get all those resources. That's it. Revitrocketship.com. Don't forget to leave a five star review. See you next week.